At Cool Air Products, we developed AC Smart Seal Quick Shot with professionals in mind. It's the only product on the market that's three in one with sealant, lubricant, and UV dye all in a single application. It's non-toxic, non-flammable, 100% safe to the touch, eco-friendly, and compatible with all refrigerants. It's a safe solution option, backed by years of R&D, Intertech tested, and has sealed millions of leaks. AC Smart Seal, the professional's choice. I'm sitting in my truck and Last Friday, I posted the um, the Navac 410A flare gauge, okay? There was a, a, a discussion about it, but in that discussion came up Nylog because we were talking about mini splits and flares because we had a flare gauge tool being shown and, and the, the topic of mini splits came up. So then the topic of Nylog came up and how a manufacturer doesn't want Nylog on their flares, and I'm like, well, my response was, yeah, because they'll know. Like, listen, I use Nylog all the time, and I love it, and a lot of technicians are using it, and a lot of technicians are getting use out of it. But this this topic came up, and, and it's the topic of warranty and, and how everybody kind of uses it as as this go-to to not use something or not try something or, or, or whatever, right? And let me tell you a story. I remember going to one specific supplier quite quite a bit as a young apprentice because of the area I was working in. I'd go there quite a bit. Now, I was still a young apprentice and I made mistakes and I fried a couple of ignition modules trying to figure out what was wrong with this machine. I do not remember what ended up being the problem, but all I know is I fried a couple of ignition modules. My fault, 100%. When I took them back to the um, to the supplier, and I'm like, I need another one, man. I I screwed up. <laughs> the guy at the desk is like, well, where's the other ones? Where, where's the, the dead ones? I'm like, well, they're in my truck. He's like, well, give them to me. I said, why? What are you going to do with them? He's like, well, I'm going to give you warranty on them. And I'm like, but I don't understand. Like, I, I fried them. How am I going to? He's like, don't worry. He's like, you'll get the warranty. It's not an issue. So... That put that set the wheels in motion back then. I think in my head, listen, if I give a company enough business, continuous business, weekly, right? I, I help them generate a revenue by being a customer that always uses them. What do you think is going to happen when I come back to them with a warranty issue? Do you think they're going to say no? No, you, you spent... 10 grand this year in my in my supply house but I'm not going to warranty this $150 ignition module. Do you think that do you think that's going to happen? Do you really think? So it, it put the wheels it set the wheels in motion. Okay? Um fast forward to now and all these conversations surrounding warranty 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 warranty. The manufacturer will void your warranty. Yes, manufacturers do void warranties. And I'm not going to say they don't. And and don't take this from me as advice for you how to act in the field. This is just my opinion. And this is just my thoughts. Just my opinion, just my thoughts. So don't take it. You need to act how you need to act out there. Not the way I act. And then figure out what's best for you. But th- these are just my opinions. So... 
if I were to put Nylog on all my flares on a specific install, big big VRF install, 100 flares, put Nylog on all of them, and they're leak-free. They don't leak whatsoever. But a compressor comes in under warranty. Now, what do you think is going to happen? Just think about it. Stop and think about it. What do you think is going to happen? You're going to take that compressor back for warranty. Do you think they're going to send a rep out to your site to use to see if you put Nylog on all of your flares to void your warranty? Do you think that will happen? I've never seen anything like that happen. Never. Not once. And I know for a fact, a very large compressor manufacturer the first time they receive a compressor back, they don't look at it whatsoever. They don't, even, they don't even look at it. They just hand you the warranty over. The second time they get a compressor back, then they might look at it. So my point is here, is I've done things in my career that don't reflect the way the manufacturer wants it to be done. They don't reflect that at all. I've done things to help my customer. The customer is the one that pays the bills. The manufacturer does not pay the bills. You have to remember that. You buy from them, unless you work for a manufacturer and you have to follow all the rules that they give you. Then, then I guess you're, you're kind of stuck in this conundrum. But most, most technicians do not work for a manufacturer. Most technicians are out working for a contractor. And when you work for a contractor, your customers pay the bills not the manufacturer. You buy from the manufacturer. You're their customer. They're there to please you. It's just my thoughts on it, okay? All right, let me barge in here during this rant. I guess it's a rant that I'm that I'm going on about <laughs> in the podcast. Let me do my usual thing here. Hoses, your refrigerant hoses. The the best hose on the planet is a yellow jacket hose, hands down. I'm not going to dispute that or argue that with anybody else. But the thing is, we need to get our hose seals changed. If you've set your gauges down for the summer, I know it's still hot in some places. It's not hot everywhere. We're in full heating season here, but I I pick up my gauges once in a while for, for issues with refrigeration and that. It's time to get those hose seals changed out. Okay, Yellow Jacket's pick is phenomenal for this. Okay, it pulls out dry, cracked, crunched, compressed seals. Get them out and get new ones in and have your gauges and your hoses ready to go. Very, very important. So at the top of the podcast, you heard me bring up the, the, the Navac 410A flare, flare gauge tool. Okay, so somebody reached out to me on LinkedIn, private message and said, hey, when you were demoing that, the battery powered Navac flaring tool, I just want to let you know that their, their, their flares are not rated for 410. So I did some digging. Their tool is used in in major manufacturing plants or training centers for VR, VRVs, VRFs, um, and and mini splits. Major manufacturer training centers. I'm like, well, what's this guy talking about? So then when I got the gauge, the flare and gauge tool, I put the flares in that I made with that tool, and they're bang on 410A rated. So just to give you that some, just to give you back some some advice on that tool. It works for 410A 
not an issue 45 degree angle flare every time all right it's good to have that tool to check your flares as well so i used the testo 300 yesterday completely badass combustion analyzer okay i showed you guys the hot spot in the video i made a youtube video of changing out a pilot assembly and then using it after you can see that full video on my youtube channel it's the most recent video I did, but the hotspot feature allows you to find the hotspot in the stack to get your hottest stack temp. It's got a little scale it shows you and it shows you the max and the current temp that that probe is seeing. So pretty cool stuff, guys. Anyway, back to my rant. This segment of the podcast is brought to you by Harago, a trades-only platform helping you find the right job or the right candidate. Harago.com best in trade um so in in my line of work i have done things that has appeased to the customer not not the manufacturer because at the end of the day to put food on my table i need to make my customers happy and you do that sometimes by thinking outside the box and doing things that the manufacturer may wave their finger at well you can't do that you can't do that well, sometimes you have to, is, is all I'm saying. And I've done it. I've gone outside and thought outside the box and done things. I'll tell you a story. I may have told this story before. Okay, and, and I'll probably tell it again. Because there might be another conversation coming up surrounding this topic. Years and years and years ago, maybe not that many years ago, but six, seven years ago, we were having a problem with a chiller. It was like every week came to the point like every week we were getting these low pressure alarms on on the chiller we get there we reset the alarm it runs everything is fine everything a week later random time random day it happens again reset it everything's good this was going on for for a while this was going on for like three months and the customer was irate irate like, what is wrong with my chiller? Why can't you fix it? We're like, well, there's nothing wrong with your chiller because we reset it and everything's fine. There's obviously an issue maybe with the pressure transducer, the wiring, the the main board. I, I, I believe a pressure transducer was changed and the harness was changed, but the problem still kept happening. And we're like, what are we going to do? We're we just going to change out like a $3,000 board at our cost to maybe see if it works. It doesn't make any sense. So I said, I said, I'm going to do what I know works in this situation. I'm going to take my skill set, my knowledge over the, over the years and do what I know is right to help this customer out because they've paid, they've paid good money for us to take care of this machinery over time and they trust us. If we can't fix this problem, guess what? We might be out. So I called up the manufacturer and I said, listen, this is what I want to do. I want to take the transducers out. I want to put in mechanical low pressure switches. I want to use resistors to trick the board and blah, 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 blah. Oh no, you can't do that. It's not going to work. I'm like, yeah, I think, I think it is. We can't just keep traveling down this path of the customer being upset with us. We can't do it. We need to figure out a way to make this happen. Okay. These things were out of warranty at this point, but I guarantee you, if I told them this during a warranty period, they would have said, well, this will void your warranty. Well, let me tell you something, okay? I 
ripped out the transducers. I put in mechanical low pressure switches. Now, now we can't read low pressure. If if the, there was some weird thing where if it if it's seen a low pressure for too long or something, it would go into this weird alarm. So we had to just put a, a resistor in place where the, the wiring went in for that transducer to make it think it was the same pressure all the time. I believe it's like 110 PSI it thinks it is. It's just the resistor we chose and, and put it in. So it always thinks. So we can't check system performance, like pressure-wise, on the microprocessor, but not a big deal. Not a big deal at all. We alleviate, we alleviated a problem by doing this. And since we've, done, since we've done it, that alarm has not come back once. Not once. So imagine if it was under warranty and I was told, don't do this, it will void your warranty. And then we lost that customer. We still have that customer today. We still do work for them. We still generate revenue by doing good work for them. And the relationship is still good. That's how you take care of a customer. Sometimes the manufacturer does not know best. You guys need to understand that. Sometimes they do not know best. Anyway, I just wanted to get that across to you guys. This is my opinion. That's my thought. You guys might think differently. You guys might be shaking your head at me going, what the hell is he talking about? But this is my experience through 20 years in the field, two years in school. And this is my experience. And I've just given you two good examples of why sometimes warranty, that finger waving of the warranty, it doesn't matter because I got warranty on that ignition board. I've gotten warranty on tons of parts that have failed through the years. That may have been my fault. That story I remember I remember vividly because I was so upset at myself and when he told me that, that I didn't get warranty on the parts and I didn't have to go back to my boss and told him I had to buy three boards and now he's on the hook for three boards. That story resonates with me because it just took a load off me. And then this thing with the chiller, not listening to the manufacturer and doing things my own way, the, the way I knew how to do things, so just something to think about, guys. Food for thought. But like I said, you need to act the way you need to act, not the way I act. Okay? Just want to make that clear. Anyway, guys, hope you enjoyed that little rant. <laughs> Happy HVACing.